1: It's special edition time. That's right. It's a midweek Rutgers ScoutCast, actually early week here as we prepare for Monday, Monday Night Football, Monday Night Raw. Everyone enjoyed the season ending podcast I did where we listened to the teleconference that Chris Ash had, uh, that Chris Ash had going into the end of the season. And yes, that sound means that I owe you all a drink when I see you. This time, I think there's no better way to get to know Jerry Kill than to hear from him. We're not going to have any kind of in-person contact with Jerry Kill or where you could see him on camera until after the holidays. He's staying in Kansas State with his family and then relocating for you know when things go live in 2017 with recruiting. So why not get to know him, hear from Chris Ash, cringe at some really bad questions, and then enjoy my great questions here on the Rutgers Scoutcast. So. The teleconference went for about 20 minutes, hits a bunch of different topics. You can skip around question to question. Usually it's about 45 seconds to a minute per question if you're using that plus 15 second option on your iPhones. We're just going to jump right into it. And don't worry, there will be an episode Friday and it is going to be a barn burner. Quite the special guest that uh, I'm going to keep to myself for now. But here it is. Chris Ash, Jerry Kill, and your lovely local Rutgers media. I statement, and I'm going to
2: coach Joe. Yeah, I'll go ahead and start. Uh, first of all, thanks for joining us, guys, uh, for the special announcement of our new offensive coordinator. Uh, I'd first like to uh, just thank our administration, uh, Dr. Barchi and Pat Hobbs, um, for their support in making this hire possible. Uh, I think it demonstrates uh, the university's commitment to building the program that we possibly could bring into this program uh, with the guy like Coach Kill. Um, As we started the search, it really had a profile of what we were looking for. Uh, We talked to several coaches uh, around the country that had outstanding resumes, He checks that box. I wanted a guy that was a leader and a developer of coaches and players, and he checks that box. I wanted a guy with character, you know, that we could trust, a guy that could connect with the players, a guy that uh, had tremendous football competence, uh, and a guy that was compatible with me. Uh, I thought that was really important, to, you know. And uh, Coach Kill is a, an absolute uh, ball coach. He doesn't have a lot of other hobbies and likes and interests. It's all about coaching ball and developing the players, and uh, that's the same with me. Uh, I wanted a guy that had a similar offensive philosophy to what we've already uh, established. I didn't want to go completely away from what we've, we've done and, and what our players know. Uh, I think what he's going to be able to do is uh, do some similar things, but also enhance it, make it better, uh, and do an outstanding job of uh, tailoring the offense to fit the skill sets of the players that we have. Um, someone that uh, can develop our quarterbacks. Uh, we have a, a relatively young, inexperienced quarterback group, and I wanted to find someone that could coach, regardless of the level, the state, wherever he's been, uh, he has been a proven winner. And uh, he's a guy that embraces challenges uh, and looks at them as opportunities to do great things.
3: And I look at this as a new journey um you know my job coming into Rutgers is to do everything I can to help coach in Rutgers University and the football program be better and get it where um Chris wants it to be um I took the job and uh, I had a couple other opportunities but I took the job with Chris because I think we're very similar in coaching styles personalities um same philosophy Uh, he's laid out his plan of where he wants to go and what he wants to do and it's you know pretty much exactly what I'm used to uh, from being a head coach and so I feel like you know know, life's about having a good fit and uh, I said I wasn't going to get back in coaching unless it was the perfect fit in the perfect situation and uh, Rutgers is perfect for Rebecca and I so uh, we're excited uh, at this point, uh, I guess turn it over to any questions.
0: Yeah, we'll go to the questions now. Just please be sure to identify yourself before after. Jerry, Ryan Dunleavy from NJ.com. Uh, could you just give us, congratulations, first of all, could you just give us kind of a house uh, update? What's changed? We also have a period press conference at Minnesota. What's the biggest difference in your house between now and then? And when did you feel, because I think I even saw a couple of months ago, on Court from you that your coaching career was over. So when did this change? Well, I, you know, I, you know, going
3: through um, at the time when I was in Minnesota, uh, it was a very difficult situation, difficult time, but in coaching, you never have a chance to get something fixed or get under control because you, you can't take time off to go do that. And uh, I needed some time to get it situated. Uh, see the right people, and get on the right diet, and get on the right regime, and, um, and be able to, uh, you know, uh, you know, get healthy. And um, you know, I've lost uh, 25 pounds on a specific diet for a uh, seizure patients. I'm actually taking less medication than uh, I have, and uh, K-State's been the difference. Um, you know, I got the job here six months ago as a guy that was an associate. Athletic director working with football, but I was fortunate that Coach Snyder wanted me to do a little bit more than that. And, uh, you know, I've been in practice every day, and my regiment, you know, has been 12, 13 hours a day. And, uh, you know, I've done well, and, uh, you know, I know how to take care of myself better. And, uh, you know, being with Coach Snyder uh, and being out on the field and, uh, you know, being out there on game day and pace. Game day and pace in the field, you know. I, you know, I just, I'm not, you know, I'm a football coach and I'm a ball coach. That's what, you know, that's, that's who I am. Um, you know, I enjoy kids and, and enjoy, you know, that process. And uh, I'm a lot smarter than I was a year ago. But more importantly, I've been seizure free for a long time, and um, this is the best I've felt in over 12 years. Uh, so, Rebecca and I feel very. Very comfortable uh, about where we're at and where I'm at, and uh, I look forward to uh, the challenge. And uh, but uh,
0: I am uh, definitely ready for it. Hey, Jerry. Hey, going sergeant. dot What's your vision for the office? Do you do you plan to uh, Yeah, we're, we're you know we're going to stick with,
3: uh, as Cove said, you know you don't want to go in and. And change everything. And you know, uh, you know, my job is to make sure that uh, that as a as a new guy coming in is to work with the staff that we have. It's very good offensive staff. And uh, look at what we did a year ago. And uh, you know, uh, you know, there might be some things we keep in, some that maybe we'll move out, and then have some additions to uh, what we need to do. But uh, you know, we want to uh, spread the field. And, uh, you know, we want to be able to get people out of the box and, uh, you know, when too many in there to run, then you got to have an answer. So uh, we won't go very far away from uh, uh, what Rutgers has been doing, uh, but we will add some stuff that I think will be critical to the success of uh, uh, the quarterbacks that we have. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a quarterback-friendly offense, I can tell you that.
2: situation but is being a coordinator maybe a little less pressure and do you envision being a head coach again sometime? You know, is in, in my
3: situation when you talk about that, I just perspective it's a perfect situation for me um, you know I've been on the offensive side of the ball called offensive plays all the way you know Northern Illinois even though we had an offensive coordinator I was very involved but the uh, last two or three years in Minnesota because of our situation uh, with um, our athletic directors having three different ones and raising money for a new project I spread myself out way 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 head coach I live one day at a time and I'm, i I've had my run so to speak and uh, you know I just enjoy the fact that I get to be a ball coach again
0: that's you know I don't have to do all that other stuff thanks bud Jerry Brian dumming again just to follow up for some clarity I think you said you were involved in the offense the last time you were in OC was like 1993 have you called game day plays since then and Just how involved were you in the offenses at the other stops you've been, like Northern Illinois, Southern Illinois, in creating those offenses? Called them all. I was head coach and called them all. You know, we
3: had an offensive coordinator, but I was on the field, called them all. And, uh, you know, I called plays uh, all the way up to, like I said, you know, um, you know, Minnesota was, as we got there, it became a lot more difficult because I went through three ADs and I had to raise money and, do all kinds of different things, which I didn't, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't enjoy it. Now, I was in the offensive meetings every day and, uh, you know, and do and, uh, what we were doing and all those kind of things, but it's calling it, you know, I didn't call it at that particular time because of uh, I didn't manage the time as well as I could have, but really didn't have a choice, and uh, I said that in my book, and uh, I also said that in the end of my book that someday I was going to be assistant coach again. So I, I feel like that, um, that uh, you know, calling plays that's um, been my gift. To, to be honest with you, and, and recruiting's been a gift that uh, I've been given. But if you're going to call plays, you got to spend time, you know, 24 hours seven in preparing. And uh, when you're a head coach, it's a whole lot different. And when I was at Northern and Southern, uh, I could manage my time better. because... Through his background, where he's been from, he has a tremendous reputation. Um, you know, you look at Coach's resume; it's unbelievable. And I just think, you know, that's why you know he flew down to see me here in Manhattan is that uh, we want to make sure we were the right fit for each other. And you know, sometimes the great thing about coaches they usually have pretty good instincts about people. And uh, you know, as I was going through and visiting with Chris. Um, you know, I I knew in a very short time that uh, this this guy is sharp. This guy is, um, you know, knows how to do this. And as he went through the plan for Rutgers, I go, this sounds just like some of the things that we've done at the places I've been. And the same type of philosophy, um, everything from practice to, to running a program and the ins and outs, and, you know, he's done a lot of I just you was know, forward to helping him, uh, you know, progress in the second year. You know, the second year, but uh, it's certainly going to be a group effort, and uh, you know, I think our our personalities and, and uh, things uh, just to get fit. And uh, like I said, I, would not, I didn't have to have.
0: uh you guys met in Manhattan Kansas I'm assuming not Manhattan New York right yeah Manhattan, New York <laughs> oh it was Manhattan New York okay okay uh, uh, little... no, okay, no, no, I... okay thanks was that, that crap? Crap? <laughs> uh Chris it's Ryan uh can you clarify anything on the search in terms of when you na- narrowed in on Jerry uh he you like the first guy on your list how many people you talked to? on the parameters of the search uh, yeah like i mentioned before i talked to several
2: individuals uh in a lot of different places different backgrounds uh guys that i knew guys that uh, were connected to people that i know and trust and uh, have worked with before um guys that are older guys that were younger i talked to a lot of people uh i didn't have a priority uh, of a one through ten um anything like that uh just took good notes on the people that i talked to uh, and the information I was getting back through my uh, basically background checks as I called around. And again, as I uh, talked about the profile I had laid out, uh, and I kept trying to check mark the boxes of everything that I talked uh, to or or uh, talked about, uh, everything kept coming back to Coach Kill being the, the guy that checked the most boxes and made the most sense and was the best uh, fit. Like he mentioned, uh, it isn't about just X's and O's, it's about the fit, it's about the compatibility. Uh, and, and really, it's about our situation. What, what do we need here at Rutgers at this time? And he, he checked all the boxes. And um, I just kept coming back to him. and felt the most comfortable. And uh, after a few days of the search and, and a lot of phone calls, uh, we, we started to zero in on him. And, and
0: uh, we're really hoping that we can make it work. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. You know, <laughs> uh, and Terry can uh, weigh in on this as well. But it's hard to Google uh, Minnesota football without. Uh, uh, seeing the, some of the stories have popped up over the last week or so, I don't think anyone's blaming uh, would blame Jerry Smith considering he has been there for, for for a while. But he did recruit some of those players. But uh, I guess my question to you, Chris, would be: Did that come up? And then I guess to Jerry, you know, how you know, what, what are your thoughts on that whole situation over Minnesota that they're currently under? Uh, I'll go ahead and start.
2: And uh, no, it, it did not come up because I know the type of. Uh, person that Coach Kill is. I know the type of uh, individual that he wants to recruit into uh, a program that he's a part of. And, unfortunately, uh, on college campuses, there's a lot of dark uh, spots that people get into. Um, you know, if you looked at his track record, probably going back, he was head, uh, would it be perfect? No. But uh, was the discipline and accountability and uh, education uh, to try to avoid, you know, some of these scenarios probably were. Uh, but uh, no program is perfect. And, unfortunately, uh, a lot of these things are popping up around the country. and uh, um, But I, I, deep down inside, I know the type of person that Coach Kill is and what type of individuals he wants to surround himself uh, with his players. and uh, So it was not a concern or an issue for me.
3: As far as the Minnesota situation, and, and I'm not, you know, I mean, I don't know, my dealings, and you can go back through my track record, is that, you know, the times I was in Minnesota, we didn't have a lot of problems. anybody uh, there, and they'll tell you that. Uh, As far as the situation, to be honest with you, is I've been involved in what I'm doing here at K-State. I've had contacts with the head head football coach because I know Tracy. Um, I think it's a very sad situation, and nobody wins in those kind of situations. But, uh, you know, I'm not there on an everyday basis, so I don't know all the details. and uh, I just know it's sad. Uh, you know, I hope it. I hope it gets straightened out. But uh, um, I, I'm just telling you that uh, again. You can look at my track record, and I've had very few problems in anywhere I've been, and I've run a very tight ship. But uh, things do happen, and I feel bad for the guys that are there and uh, the whole situation. And hopefully they'll get it straightened out and do the
0: right thing. Hey, exactly. it's Steve. Chris, it's Steve Politi from dot uh, com. I just want to ask you, if, you know, obviously Jerry has done something that you're trying to do, which is still a successful program in a difficult place in the Big Ten. Did that at all factor into this decision, and were we you on him more than a uh, typical coordinator, and in sort of the you know the decision-making process as they through that coach? Uh, absolutely,
2: it was part of the decision-making process. Uh, not everybody's wired to embrace challenges, uh, and uh, Jerry is. Um, he sees them as opportunities, like I mentioned before. Not everybody does that. Not everybody is willing to roll their sleeves and go to work and make a difference in a place where uh, people think uh, it can't be done. And, and that's what he has done. He's proven to do that. And that's my mentality and, and my approach to, to our uh, situation here at Rutgers. Uh, so, yeah, I'd absolutely weigh in. Um, you know, I, I've talked to uh, Coach a lot about our plan uh, here at Rutgers, so I feel very, very strong about our plan. Um, and I think Jerry, the biggest thing I wanted uh, with coach Hill was alignment in, in our plan of what we're doing. Uh, but uh, there are situations that come up that he probably experienced that uh, maybe I haven't, um, whether it be as a head coach in one year or as an assistant, there's just so many things that could come up. And if there are situations that come up that, uh, you know, I want to lean on somebody and, and ask his opinion. Hey, did, you know, what have you done in these situations? Have you had this come up in a program that you've been a part of? Well, absolutely. I'll go and have conversation with them. Uh, so there's, a um, of things that made sense, uh, you know, in alignment with what we're already doing, um, the experience and knowledge of other situations maybe uh, that could come up that I have not uh, seen or had to make a decision on, that I, I got someone on staff that I can go have a conversation with and, and talk about. But uh, the biggest thing was uh, a guy that's not afraid of the challenges and opportunities uh, that we have here at Rutgers. It's time for two
0: more questions. Uh, yeah,
1: Chris, this if is If right.
0: like I could just bring that one to you, I'm just curious from your standpoint, do Enjoy the idea that you're in a division with Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. I mean, is that you know the challenges as far as the job goes from your perspective? I, uh, you know, I'm, if you look at my
3: background, all the jobs I've ever taken have been challenges, and um, I, that's you know I'm you know I'm kind of a program builder. That's what I've done my whole life in the last 22 years of college coaching and even in high school. So you know that's that's what I'm used to and, and I love challenges, and, you know. And I don't ever worry about who we play. I worry about how we play. And uh, if we do the right things and um, do a good job of teaching kids and so forth, uh, we control a lot of outcomes. And uh, no question, uh, you know, we're going to play some tough tough teams. But that's, that's, that's all part of it. That makes it better. Your kids are going to play harder. And, you know, uh, believe me, Chris has laid out a good plan, or I wouldn't. I would be coming to Rutgers, and I'm I'm a competitive dude now. And uh, I feel like with the staff that he has and with Chris's leadership and me being a part of the staff, there's no question we can get it done. But none of those things are easy, and uh, it takes time. It takes time to do it the right way, and uh, he's going to do it the right way, and that's why I want to be a
1: part of it. This is uh, Sam Hellman for uh, Coach Ash. How, how important in your search was it to find someone that you thought would be at Rutgers for more than just one season?
2: Well, yeah, that was a part of it, too. I wanted somebody that would stick. Uh, and again, it gets back to uh, when you look at Coach Kill's uh, background and experience, um, you know, in, in this type of a situation, uh, I mean, obviously so we got challenges, and uh, not everybody's wired to uh, embrace those challenges. He is. And uh, uh, where he's at in his career, he's not looking for a one and done. And, uh, looking to run uh, uh, and get other jobs. And I get it it's college football things come up, uh, but uh, sticking power and, and uh, having a guy that's going to be here with us uh, for more than one year was an important part of uh, the, the search and, and the guy that we hired. Do you anticipate any other changes on staff? Sorry. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, as of right now, no, but again, college football things come up, you know. Um, as you guys know, I've openly uh, talked about continuity being a very important part of uh, turning a program around. I really believe that, but I also know that you know uh, there are opportunities out there for people that may be better professionally or for their family, and I, I get that. I mean, i made those moves myself uh, to help me uh, go along in my journey uh, to get where I'm at today, and, and I get that, but uh, as of right now,